Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Once again, the weekends took to the airwaves there on cable news, filled with the Donald Trump fear. Here's who will be in his cabinet. Here who he's going to pick. My gosh, they're not going to pay attention to the rule of law at all in any way, shape, or form. It is the end of the world as we know it, isn't it? Right. That's not who I wanted to hear from. One thing at a time. Is that not right? Jennifer Rubin of the Washington Post. Yes, and all of these people were in some position, by and large, during the first administration. They were simply in lower positions. So they will come before Congress and say, look at all the experience I gained. John Radcliffe was the head of the uh, uh, Defense uh, Intelligence Agency. Um, people like Stephen Miller was in the White House. Jeffrey Clark was in the Justice Department. John McAtee worked in the White House. So it's not like these people are pulled out of left field. They were in the first administration. They were simply lower down the food chain in some instances so that adults, by and large, could keep a hold on them. But frankly, there will be no adults in the next administration. Funny, we say that about the administration now. Where are the adults? Pete Buttigieg, Jennifer Granholm, you're telling me that there's a uh, honest conversation going on uh, about... Uh, the green movement and the fact that it can't power a society, but yet you keep moving forward with wanting to take away stoves and gas furnaces, etc. Where are the adults? Where are Kamala Harris is the adult in the room for what? For what? So this conversation goes in every uh, way, shape, and form. Uh, but it is just an example of where the the level of fear mongering is. This is what's going on. This is where we're at. Everything is terrible, no matter who you're going to pick. And now it's a question of how do you actually engage any level of convincing? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. And it could be possible. Very, very possible. I would say downright probable that the convincing comes from people who aren't listening to Jennifer Rubin anyway. Doesn't matter what it is she's saying. You don't even know who she is. So there's this idea of outsized importance. Sometimes there'll be this, this, you know, the sound bite. Oh, it'll get a lot of attention. But does the person actually move anyone? Do we have that still? People who move people. And the answer is, well, yes, of course, we do. We can discuss Tucker and we can discuss Rogan. And I will tell you, and this, this doesn't have to do with with Rogan, but there was a, a thing on uh, on X yesterday, uh, Twitter X, 
and it was um, a uh, uh, an online thing, it was spaces as they call it, of an event of uh, people were talking, and the speakers involved Elon Musk, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Alex Jones. Because Alex Jones has now been let back on Twitter X. And I'm like, okay, this is just super weird. What do I do with this? Should Alex Jones be allowed to speak? The guy was found guilty regarding the, the defamation case, uh, Sandy Hook. One way or another, he's going to have to pay uh, th- th- those people. I don't know if that takes away his, his right to speak elsewhere. I wouldn't say that it should. But Alex Jones with Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones on this one. So is 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 now my party or, or my people? We're the Alex Jones people? I'm, I'm asking. Is he the one now moving the message? I, I, I get it. I, I, I totally understand that if these are the cases, I, I, I'm very happy to do what I do. I'm very happy to have the reach that I have. But if people want Alex Jones, well, I, I guess I'm not going to be connecting with them. I mean, it's just obvious. The presentation, the style, the, the outlandishness, it's just not going to happen. But maybe that's not my, my job. Connect where I connect. Make impact where I can. Maybe that's what Jennifer Rubin thinks. But I don't think Jennifer Rubin's commentaries offer up anything new. I don't think Jennifer Rubin's saying, well, Trump's just going to hire people who are children. I don't think that's going to move anybody's needle. But let me go the other way. Alex Jones moving people's needle? Is Tucker? I mean, these are big names. Are they moving needle? Do they now decide for the party, for the Republican Party? Speaking of the Republican Party, dear Lord, people have been talking about what Kevin McCarthy said and taking it in a weird direction. Let's make sure we heard it properly. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe and then grab your popcorn because there is more. So, McCarthy, all you heard from the quote was, the Democrats look like America and um, the Republicans look like a restrictive country club. You're like, is he, what, what in the world? This came from a conversation he had at something called the Deal Book Summit, put on by the New York Times. Uh, and um, he didn't, he said it, but context matters. Listen. I look over at the Democrats and they stand up. They look like America. We stand up. We look like the most restrictive country club in America. And I decide then either I am going to be the leader of a declining end of a party or I have to change the opportunity in this party. So I embrace in something else. Okay. Since that time, we've elected the most women, Republicans, the most minority Republicans ever to the House, but to do so 
I'm going to have to ruffle feathers. So for a Republican woman or a Republican minority to win, the, the November election is not their tough election. It's the primary. So what I do is I would engage in primaries. And I would help. And it, sometimes you lose some, sometimes you have problems. So in context, he's discussing what he saw and how do we make this, how do we really start reaching out? He wasn't saying it about the party today. He's saying that's what he saw. Uh, I always uh, visualized it uh, the following way. How do you expect people to run uh, for the Republicans when they're told that they are traitors all the time? If you're if you're a Republican and you're black or Hispanic or gay or Asian, etc. And B, certainly on the concept of outreach. You have a party that is absolutely afraid to talk to people. The political right is afraid. Uh, Take it in Indiana, for for example. You know how many members of the General Assembly reach out to me to talk to me? Zero. Zero. Now, of course, because of today, I'll get get some people who, who reach out, and I don't know why you're not reaching out all the time. Hey, we're working on this. Hey, we got this cool thing over here. Nobody wants to talk about anything. The Republican Party itself, zero outreach. And we're the friendlies. But nope, not totally in lockstep, so nothing. Republicans are afraid. And that has been true. It's gotten better, but it has been true about the 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 the, the fear. It's true. They're scared out of their minds. So, as we know, Kevin McCarthy has announced that he is not running for re-election. As a matter of fact, he's leaving Congress at the end of the month. But he also said this. Will Donald Trump be the nominee? Yes. And the Republican Party? Yes. And if Biden stays as the nominee for the Democrats, I believe Donald Trump will win. I believe the Republicans will gain more seats in the House and the Republicans will win the Senate. Can he count on your support? Yes. That's an endorsement. I will support the president. I will support President Trump. Would you be willing to serve in a Trump cabinet? In the right position. Look, if, I, if I'm the best person for the job, yes. Look, I've worked with President Trump on a lot of policies. I, we work together to win the majority. But we also have a relationship where we're very honest with one another. Huh. So now Kevin McCarthy, who gets pushed out for not being tough enough, even though it's possible that Speaker Johnson has given up more of the farm, is now going to find himself back in the good graces of this party because he's going to be a supporter of Donald Trump. It's a strange world. And that's just it. He wasn't good enough to be Speaker, but he's good enough to be in the cabinet because he'll be all Trump all the time. But if he took part in somebody else's cabinet, he'd still be a traitor, right? There's a standards thing going on that is really bothering me.